0: Hello and welcome to the Underpowered Podcast, gaming podcast where we battle our backlog, revealing what is worth your time, money, and energy. I'm Shelby Stokes. Here today with me, my co-host and friend, Casey Cool,
1: hey.
0: And our guest today is indie developer of the JRPG, The Last Chronomancer, Gold. Welcome. There you
1: go. <laughs> hey, thanks for coming on. Hey.
0: Yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks for the interview. Yeah, appreciate you being with us today, tonight, whenever you're listening to this on there um it's it's
2: it's a bit of an evening I, I gotta say before we get started i gotta uh i gotta say i'm a bit uh a bit choked up i realize this is your 68th and i really really wish i could get in on the next one
1: <laughs> i know there's gonna be so many jokes for that one and uh i was i i had that thought this week too i really want to get the drop from uh bill and ted from that one in there the 69! (laughs) You know what I'm talking about when they do that? You
2: you probably have to get a lot of nice Nice. in there as well, I'm sure. But uh, it'll be a nice podcast, I'm pretty sure.
1: Oh, I'm I'm excited for it. Um, I'm excited for this one, too, because I love talking video games because we're celebrating JRPG July. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to bring you on because you are making your own JRPG.
2: That's right, and uh, I saw your your I guess enthusiasm for GRPG July, and uh, it was a nice little uh, checklist. It kind of gives me a I guess a daily reminder of hey, what what more could I could I throw out there because uh, I've I've got enough content to fill a, a library or two. Sure. So, uh
1: yeah, and what you're referring to is so on our Twitter we posted like an art challenge or a daily challenge, and some people are just posting like screenshots from games. But you're using your game, which is your art, obviously, to represent the word we gave like a like an inktober type challenge for jrpg july and it got pretty big and some people are doing it online so if you want to check that out you can join and do it you don't have to do all of them you can do whichever ones you want um but you've been doing a really good job like uh, you had beauty today as of the recording
0: yeah, I so, think that
2: that was for the thirteenth. Uh, I'll have to get one out uh, tonight for uh, for the fourteenth yeah. as well. But yes. uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, you you'll keep me in line. I'm sure.
1: I'm sure. Well, I, I like promoting it, so that helps. <laughs> that helps. Um, so, how did you come back in video games and making a video game? What? How did this begin for you?
2: Ah, uh, the inception of it. I guess. Ah, um, uh, that's a good question. I guess. It's... <laughs> What happened was um, uh, both my my wife and one of my my best friends uh, would see Dungeons and Dragons in TV, whether it was like Freaks and Geeks or just a reference to it in some other TV show, or uh, and they would they would always say to me like, "Ah, oh, that looks like a pretty fun game," and I said, uh, "Well, you know, back when I was a young pup, I uh, I you know I I used to." do the whole D&D thing. But I said, back then I was just a kid and I didn't really know what I was doing. And they said, "Oh, yeah, we should play it one day. So I said, all right, well, if we're going to do this. Like, I, I, I don't want to be one of these number crunching type people. To, to me, role-playing game is all about like playing the role of the character right. and kind of immersing yourself in that world. So I went all out. I made a whole world with like different histories and religions and magic and the, you know, little mini campaigns along with kind of a big giant overarching story. And as with most things, uh, dungeons and dragons related, it meant maybe five sessions before everybody's schedules just didn't align. And that was the end of it. And that's the,
1: the real death of a D&D party is <laughs> yeah. not the, the dragon. It's, yeah. the, it's time. It's, it's the good. time no, we're it's learning
0: good. that right now too for sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i basically that was
2: I, I thought well it was good while it lasted. and i kind of tucked it away and then uh years later um my my younger brother actually he posted uh he kind of made this new rpg game with rpg maker and i had seen him make a an rpg maker game back in uh, like early 2000s yeah, and uh that one was pretty awesome it was like a david bowie tribute game right. it was pretty amazing actually and then um uh, so anyway he was making this new one and i said to him i said uh how did you get those uh, those side battlers? He said, "Oh yeah, there's a, the the engine now. You can just you can just generate that." And I, I kind of paused for a moment. And I thought, well, "What's the what's the big thing you need when you're making an RPG?" I'm like, "Well, you need a story. You need characters. You need a world. You need a you know like a, a hook and a draw. You need to be familiar with RPGs and know how to make a good one." I thought all right, let's do this. And uh, yeah, no, it's been three and a half years of, uh, of muddling and learning and uh, reaching out and uh, getting some help and uh, hitting my head on the wall and trying to figure out uh, lines upon lines of code and uh, trying to fit it in all while, you know, in my spare time as a hobby, really. Cause it's, passion uh, <laughs> project, <right?
1: laughs>
2: yeah, it's, it's a huge one too. It's uh, I, My logic was, hey, if I'm going to do this, I'm only going to do it once in my life. So let's just Go and go all well, in.
1: Sort maybe of but, if
2: it uh, blows up, maybe you might do it more than once, right? You know. I mean, yeah. If I, I, I told somebody, I said, "Look, I'm definitely not in it for the money. Um, for the amount of hours I put into it, I would have been much better off just getting a minimum wage job." <laughs> but um, <laughs> I think, uh, I mean, it, I'm not against it. Hey, if if it magically blows up, or if uh, a big studio wants to hire me full time to to get their games in line, I, I won't That's be opposed awesome. for that way. But uh, yeah, it's it's been a uh, it's been an experience, and it's kind of um, made me kind of look back at the kind of the classic RPGs that I played and go, well, hey, why do I like going back and right. replaying them? Like what what genuinely is good about it? Cuz yeah, I mean, graphics obviously get better over time and and audio and the ability to, you know, do a lot of storytelling, but what what really like hooks you, what keeps me coming back? Cuz I mean, I used to play Final Fantasy 6 and Chrono Trigger like on a, a regular basis. Like I'd go back and replay them and uh, Great
1: games.
2: yeah, and I was like, "Well, why do, why do I keep going back to them?" Like there's something really yeah like really well done about them, so i've I've literally gone back to them as i mean obviously for for some of the obvious influences, like you know monsters and battle design and that sort of stuff, but even um like final fantasy six i I remember getting the stopwatch out for that one because oh. I said this intro is like the pacing is near perfect i said you you have your intro story sprawl for i think it's like a yeah, minute the and a w- half the walk and, like you have in your the
1: snowy plane right
2: yeah yeah and then and then the credits I mean well, you can skip those but then uh, like the the introduction to the battle system with the uh, the different fight layouts um uh, and then kind of the uh the boss battle and everything and while you're you know in this many minutes of, of story and this many minutes of dialogue and i remember yeah getting a stopwatch out and being like look i got to kind of maintain the same sort of ratio because uh player fatigue is a major issue you have to kind of play around and when i say player fatigue i don't mean oh well, i'm just stuck here reading for too much Which is obviously one of the easiest ways to get player fatigue. But um, uh, you can get fatigued over anything. If, If you're stuck doing the same random np or random encounter over and over again you got to know hey look they need a break from this or hey uh you know this is just a boss fight after a boss fight okay you know what they need a break from this this is too much you know uh, strategy going here or hey this is too much exploration this this you know shrink this town down this is too many minutes being wasted that's, sort of thing so yeah it's a uh, it's been a process that's but, uh,
1: interesting i've never thought about it that way as a timing thing like i think maybe of tv or movies that way have you ever thought about that Shelby like as a game, like. Pacing like that, like setting a timer, like I this needs to be like a five minute.
0: I mean, not necessarily experience. a timer or anything like that, but watching, like listening to the variety and how you're trying to mix it up and really taking a lot of attention and focusing on that is pretty inspiring. Because you're right, I mean, there's some of those yeah. games that I bounced off with, especially back in the day, that were a little bit too much of one thing, and then you find yourself yeah. just falling off. Of the
2: the... The, the, med- the media is a good comparison. I uh, I've told people that too because a lot of uh, sometimes I get feedback with like. Uh, Hey, look! This isn't how you you know you tell a story, or hey, this isn't how you make. And I'm like, you really have to kind of respect the medium that you're telling it in, and the medium is a video game. And so, even if you want to, right. let's say, lay out the blueprint of, hey, you know, spend this much time over here, spend this much time over here, uh, the players still have free will. And so for you, you kind of have to even accommodate for that and say, Hey, well, look, this is, this is how I'm hiding my, my Easter eggs is amongst, you know, exploration or from NPC dialogue or whatever. It's, it's kind of a, its own unique, uh, I guess, medium in, in that sense, because it's an interactive, uh, go at your own pace, uh, type of tv show i'd say almost more so than a movie a movie obviously is just a couple hours long and when you're dealing with something like this you're dealing with many many hours right so uh
0: yeah it's um but yeah it's very comparable to tv shows and movies i guess you have your your high points Uh, how do you maintain your passion throughout this project i mean three and a half years is quite a while to be working on one thing do you find yourself kind of pushing in different directions or do you try to maintain a different variety as you're working through these different issues
2: i think the um what works best with uh with something like this is that i am being a solo developer and because of that um typically what i used to do i mean as a bit of an artist i would uh i'd go all in and go you know frantic and uh get stuff done and after like two weeks of uh going into a project i'd be done i'd be like all right you know there's a hey i did a painting i'll come back to it maybe later maybe never it's fine but i, I went two weeks in and uh, i'm good um the thing with uh with game development is that um if I ever get burned out on, let's say, one aspect of it, there's a, a mountain of other things I can I can kind of occupy myself with. So, if it's sort of a hey, look, you know what, I'm done doing. You know, still art paintings of this. Okay, well, you know what? I can do sprite work for the characters, or I can uh, uh, switch over completely and work on the uh, the inventory system, or the the battle system, or I can go over here for the action sequencing for how the, the the coding of how they move around, or I can go over here and do some map making, or I can go over here and do some monster design, or set up some new stealing items, or uh, it's it's such a diversity of things that you have to kind of juggle. That uh, I think that's really gone a long ways as to keeping me motivated, and honestly, uh. I mean, this may sound weird, but just getting, um, some positive feedback, uh, three and a half years ago, I kind of expected, Hey, you know what? Maybe I'll, I'll code this up and, uh, you know, send it out to those friends and family so they can kind of see how the, um, how the story ended. But, uh, um, you know, I, I got it out there and, you know, one or two people, Hey, yeah, that looks cool. It looks interesting. And then, um, you know, now they want to know how it goes and you're like, all right. And and then you kind of push yourself to, okay, well, if I'm going to do this, let's, you know, let's polish it up. Let's make it sure it's proper. Let's, you know, make it as good as I can without making, I mean, it'll never be perfect, obviously, but uh, um, make it as good as I can. So that's something I can kind of, you know, wipe my hands at the end and be like all right that's that's good i feel i feel good. i think i did the a good job but, uh... a
1: true artist is hating everything he's done so you're almost there <laughs> <Yeah>. um... <laughs> maybe I'm probably like a week away i'll be like ah forget this whole thing <laughs> so you you have a free demo out mm-hmm. on your website right that people can play like the first section yeah
2: it's on um on itch.io uh the... itch.io. yep and uh, it's about four and a half hours the the demo that,
1: that's a good amount of time yeah i've so
2: oh, good uh, i was gonna say I, i've heard um i guess differing feedback on that some people have said oh that's too long for a demo and under most game demos they'd probably be correct um i think if you're doing like a first person shooter or a, yeah. a platformer and you're like oh it's four and a half hours they'd be like well i'll just you know i why play anymore but i think with a uh, an rpg um it's good in the sense that i think within the first hour regardless of the the type of game you have um you need to have a hook and i think within the sure. yeah within the first hour of mine there's uh kind of a, a dramatic entrance um an introduction to the characters and there is a bit of a let's call it a, a, a i'm trying to think of the best way of wording this uh i guess a it, we, there's a lot of uh, rpg tropes in the game and within that first That's hour they kind of take one of them and kind of turn it on its head and uh, and i think of most players that they play at least to that first hour they get to that point they go huh this i thought this was just sort of like your typical you know get the crystals form the party save the world but at that point they kind of realize oh hey this isn't quite what i'm used to which is uh kind of how again how i felt when i was playing final fantasy 6 where it was this much more mature kind of and I don't want to say realistic, because it's still very, I guess, a fantasy world and fantasy reaction. But uh, yeah, I guess maybe just more, more mature, more adult content within the, I guess, the facade of, a, you know, a chibi-headed child's game, effectively.
1: Yeah, and it's it's a bit darker, I would say, FF6, right? Yeah. So, you know, like, there's there's darker themes to it. So, um, that's, you're on itch.io... Are you shopping this on Steam too?
2: It'll be on Steam eventually. Yeah. Uh, once I get the full version done, I don't really see... Uh, the problem right now is that I don't think that the save files from the demo will 100% be compatible with the full version. They might be. I, I, I mean, I'll have to wait and see when but, the full version's and you know, done. You know,
1: you say short demos. Octopath Traveler's demo was two hours. And you could you time you out, but you could carry your two hours over to your game if you bought it. That was like their big thing. I remember that.
2: Yeah, I, I think once I finally get it onto Steam, I'll make out like 100 sure that uh, it, the demo will still be on there for free. But if you want the full version, that the save file will kind of transfer over and be compatible. I think it's a, a good good way of going about things. But uh, yeah, it'll definitely be on Steam one day. But uh, yeah, one, one, one step at a time. I got a lot yeah, of sure. a lot of yeah. uh, story to fill out there. But uh, yeah, no. The um, as I was saying, the uh, the four and a half hours I think is paying off well because at the, like i said during an average session usually in hours where people cut it and i find when people leave it though they go yeah okay that was interesting and i might get back into it i might not which is kind of how long they kind of the reaction they would get after a normal demo but for the players that do play longer um i've been noticing from streamers and uh let's players and youtubers and stuff um when they're done they kind of have the reaction of oh man i I was was really getting into the characters, I was really getting into the story, and I'm kind of bummed out that it's ending. And I thought, well, good. I mean, the difference is in one of them, if you cut it off after the hour mark, it seems to build an interest. But if you cut it off, if for the players that go with a full four and a half and it cuts off, uh, I'm pretty confident in saying that I think everybody that's made it there is now a fan. Like, I think then there's a big distinction between the two, or one of them, yeah, they might check it out later. The other one, they are definitely going to check it out later, and they'll probably even tell other people about
1: it. So. Now, you're making this all through RPG Maker. Yep. That's crazy. I remember trying to get that as a kid in high school. I'm like, I'm going to make a game, and it just being like, oh, you need these assets. It was really janky. Like, it was not good yeah. in 2000 when we talked about it. Like, you had to have some <laughs> assemblies of skills. I'd be curious. I've heard it's come a long, long way.
2: Yeah, I, I think so. I I didn't obviously do too much in... Uh, I think I took a look at 2000 and 2003 back in the day. But um, in addition to, you know, stuff like the generator and having, a, you know, just a lot more robust options, um, the fact that it's it, you can add so many different plugins and the community itself has just grown over time. So uh, you've got you know, free music assets and graphic, acts, uh, graphic assets out there. And, uh, yeah, no, it's good. It's, um, and at the core, uh, the community can be very, very good. I, I guess it's like any other community. It's got its, uh, its good apples and its bad apples. Yeah, but, uh, I have a question
1: about that with the community. Like, <laughs> what think about that? So do you get any flack from being a Westerner trying to do a JRPG?
2: I haven't yet, but maybe you've just... Uh, I've opened a Sent- sentenced, me, sentenced me to Doom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just painted the target on your back. Look
0: out! Yeah.
1: Yeah. I,
2: I think, um, I mean, like I said, the uh, the story, I would say, I mean, if you're familiar with you know, the, the distinction between the two, the story is very much an, uh, a JRPG. Um, but I think I do kind of wrap it in a Western RPG kind of skin. I mean, a lot of the... Uh, uh, there's not really as much of the uh, kind of anime aesthetic to it, and there's not... Um, uh, I get yeah and I guess again there's a lot more i guess kind of mature more I don't know more rugged kind of gritty vibe to it whereas in most jrpgs it's a lot more uh, you know, uh, I think in particular a yeah. lot of more child characters or like, I guess youthful or school school age, I guess. And uh, yeah, so I mean, uh, but no, I mean, I haven't really uh, caught any flack yet, but yeah, like I said, maybe, maybe it's coming, but.
1: Uh... <laughs> I, you know, because some people are like, well, it's not made in Japan. And I was like, well, I think more of it to me, like when I think of JRPGs, like, oh, turn based battles, mm-hmm. uh, story driven, right? Their class systems, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And I see your game, and I'm like, oh, I see, like, I, you have a shot of one of your characters doing a suplex, and I know that's, like, an homage to uh, Sabin. No, I, I'm probably, I call him Sabin. I know it's, like, Sabin. Uh, oh, is it? Well, I guess I was pronouncing it wrong, too. Yeah, wrong, so. it's, <laughs> it's like tomato, tomato to me, man. And uh, you, they hit suplexing the Phantom Train, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I So, when I watched this was like, man, it, it, it made me wonder, too, about your art assets because of being on RPG maker. Are you doing the art yourself, too, or do you have a team? that helps you
2: know uh, for the most part a lot of the uh art in it i i can basically use the um kind of the like the i guess the rtp is what they call it but the uh, the basic default package that it comes with it comes with not only a lot of really good art but it also comes with um uh, like a good generator for a lot of the uh the human looking characters mm. um unfortunately it doesn't again there's a couple of community members out there that have put out some free animated monsters and enemies um but honestly yeah if uh it it comes down to one of those things where hey look if if they don't have what i need then yeah i got to Get the uh get the tablet out there and start start drawing away. So like I know some people are like, Hey yeah, your Camara looks great, or sh- I assume it's pronounced Camara. I never actually thought about that. Anyway, um yeah, they, they're like yeah, yeah. They're, they're like, That looks great. And I say, uh, oh thanks, but I didn't I didn't do that one. But uh and then they say like, Oh well this snail looks great. And I was like, Ah, that one I did. That one's all from scratch, so <laughs>
1: that one I did. That's cool. So you are doing some art. I would love to do eight-bit or sixteen bit <laughs> style pixel art. So this is like uh I have my dream from true. So when you do the art <laughs> I'm getting like into the like weeds with this with the nitty-gritty. You're doing it on like a with t- an Android tablet and then putting it in. How does that
2: work? Mm-hmm. I, I'm using just like a I guess it's like a Wacom tablet. It's like, it's like decades old. Oh wow, like, um, that's a real
1: nice tablet. That's a that's a high end. one. Uh, I, I don't
2: know about that. It's <laughs> it's decent. We'll put it that way. It's, it's good enough. Okay. And uh, and honestly. Um... <laughs> I got really, really good at uh, drawing with a mouse. As weird as that that's sounds, hard.
0: Um, yeah, that's not easy. Yeah, I
2: for the most part, I, I, yeah, it is. I, I don't usually do it too much with uh, with this sort of stuff, but um, I that would have been back when I uh, was working at my insurance job. I um, when I was bored, I would just open up uh, MS Paint, uh, MS Paint and, uh, <laughs> grab, and grab it and grab And honestly, I uh, yeah, if you want, I can I can share some of the stuff I used to do back then. But uh, I it would almost look like a if you took like a a photograph and then put it through like a yeah. really, really bad pixelation filter. Like yeah. that's kind of what it looked like. But uh,
0: anytime I have to sign a document with the mouse, I'm always like, okay, yeah, I'm basically forging my own signature here. This is awesome.
1: You up playing games. You play all these. What are you currently
2: playing? Um, honestly, I'm trying really hard not to. Um, the reason why is that um, it,
1: you don't want to be. Um, well, no, well, kind
2: of actually I've intentionally avoided anything that people have said my game is similar to that I haven't played. So I haven't played Octopath or I try really hard not to see anything about it. Um, And the same thing with Dragon Age Origins. I think people have said, and the reason why is in both of those, they've said, oh yeah, you started as like a, a different party member and then you kind of reunite. I mean, maybe I should at least just see what they do just to say, hey, look, these are good ideas and these are, but I mean, on the other hand, I'm like, Look, I have my vision of where I want to go. I'd rather not uh, have. I already have a, a lot of influences as it is. I don't need any more. So, right. but no, the the primary reason for trying not to play games anymore is that uh, they cut into the time from me making the game, really. And uh, yes. right. I, I mean, with that being said, uh, my current guilty pleasure is uh, Overwatch. It, um, and the problem with that one is like, you know, oh yeah, I've got 10, 15 minutes before the queue comes up. No worries. All you know, work away on this next dialogue scene and put in you know the eventing or what. and then. By the time the scene you know the game queue comes up or whatever you know you play for another 20 30 minutes and then you're like ah oh, i could have could have been using that time now i got to get kind of back into the game development mode and the yeah so i'm, I'm trying really hard not to play but it's i say overwatch <laughs> and uh, honestly the probably the number one game i'm playing honestly is just other indie uh, rpg maker games um I, I, cool. a few i guess maybe a year little over a year ago, well, maybe a year and a half ago, um, oh, nice. I kind of went through the uh, RPG making community. And uh, unfortunately, on the, the discords of the forums, there's a lot of, I don't know, let's call it spam for lack of a better term. It's just, there's a lot of stuff where you know people are having conversations and putting cat emojis and high fiving each other and mm-hmm. uh, getting into arguments over the silliest things. And uh, from my point of view, I was like, you know, look, I I just want to make a classic rpg like and so i kind of went around and found other people that were doing the same thing i said look so one day i kind of said to them i said hey would you would you be interested in just joining like a private server with just you know <laughs> like-minded individuals no and uh yeah that's how we that's how we formed uh um sanctuary games which is just my myself and a few other what i would consider like top end uh rpg making developers and uh so there's a a western rpg there called trailblazer by uh will black it's fantastic um uh, mm-hmm. a guy by the name of neo soul gamer uh with haven um we got uh patty who's he keeps going back and forth on his uh his undying game there but uh it's coming out and after i think it's coming back to rpg maker and uh, uh we got amneron's legacy by rythane and yeah it's honestly I mean, it's one of those things where people say, oh, well, you're pretty biased because you, you know, you work closely with these guys. And I said, well, no, the reason I work closely with them is because I I was fans wow. of their work. Like they're, they were all doing great stuff and we kind of, you know, and ever since I've kind of formed that kind of group with them, uh, there's others as well, but, um, since I've kind of worked closely with them, uh, my development speed has just taken off because it's, and, and sure. it's kind of, it, we, we help each other out all the time. If one of us needs, uh, you know. Again, I, I'm oh, maybe good. a bit better with the art. So if somebody needs, like, hey, look, we need a, a splash screen, like, I'll I'll go help do what I can for the splash screen, or you know, maybe draw in some animations. And uh, and likewise, uh, uh, Patty there, he's fantastic with music. He can actually write up his own own songs and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's um, it's good having that kind of close close connection. So honestly, yeah, that's that's those are the games I play the most. And uh, I mean, unfortunately, I guess a lot of times it's. Uh, you know, let's say, uh, alpha or beta level testing to make sure that it's good before they kind of send it out to the public. So it's not quite the same level of enjoyment as a uh, normal game playing. It's a little bit but, more
0: like work than it would be playing for pleasure, but...
2: Yeah, I mean, for the most part, obviously, I mean, like so the just about all those games are at the point now where I can sit and, and enjoy them, which is very nice. Yeah. And actually, I just played one f- um, from a guy named uh, uh, Tron, uh, Real Tron, called... Um, uh, I'm blanking on the name. Dying. Oh man, what is it called? <laughs> Sorry, Tron. I don't know if you're listening. Our Dying World. That's what it was called. And uh yeah, I just finished playing that one. And it was yeah, it was solid. I was pretty uh pretty impressed with how much uh, work he put into that. And uh but and yeah, I mean there's all these other like games that I have like in a huge
0: checklist that I'm like Maybe when I retire, like I, (laughs) I, the backlog, that's where this, that's where this podcast came from was just basically, Hey, here's a list of games that we're never going to get to unless we keep each other accountable. And, uh, that's kind of how this podcast came to be.
1: Well, And speaking of games, there's one that I know that's like, I would, it's probably the most successful RPG maker game. And I, it's on my backlog. Have you is Lisa? Have you played Lisa the pain? Oh,
2: are they going to say the uh, Amori or whatever the new one is out? But um, I'm sure that's uh, good. No, but I, Lisa, Lisa.
1: Donkey did a great video on Lisa, and I was like, I need to play this game.
2: <laughs> um, I think Undertale was it Undertale? I think that was RPG Maker as well. Was it? But uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, I'm oh. well, well, maybe I'm wrong. But um, strange enough for um. I again, this may be maybe too much of my personal preference coming through. Like for me, RPG Maker is an engine designed to facilitate making for more or less like a turn-based role-playing game. And um,
1: game maker studio, game maker studio. Oh, is that?
2: Close. Undertale. Undertale. Oh well, then never.
1: Which like. it's the same thing, but just yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's way different. But. uh... <laughs> but yeah no, I'm sure, I'm sure. but uh
2: with the rpg maker yeah it's um I, for some reason i guess because of the success of lisa and some other ones i guess a lot of and i guess maybe the ease of use of the engine um everybody keeps using it to make horror games and um i guess from my point of view again i kind of go back to that like you were mentioning with the the film point of view um it, I'm, to me even a good horror movie what what makes a good horror movie is, yeah, you, I mean, don't be wrong. That psychological aspect, uh, you can probably build that up regardless, I guess. But um, for the full immersion, which is where the real kind of, you know, the, the, I guess the real terror sets in, I don't know how in the world you can pull that off with a third-person, you know, cartoon-looking. Like To me, I I feel nothing. Like, even when they say, oh, look, you know, something scary happened, or, oh, this is really deep. And I was like, no. Nah. I don't know. It it has like no appeal to me whatsoever. Now, with that being said, um, I've had people come up and say, hey, look, can you play my game? It's an RPG maker game. And it ends up being like a, you know, like a high school horror third person game. And um, with that being said, it's one of those things I always say you shouldn't, (laughs) even if my personal preference is, hey, look, I'm not into these. They're not my cup of tea. um, You can still respect the fact that they might do that well. And so you could say, okay, like, you know what, again, this isn't for me, but hey, you, you know, you set the stage good, you did your best with puzzles, you did your best with kind of like uh, setting that mood or this and that and working within the, with like the confines of the engine. But f- from my point of view, I, I I don't think they should be making those games on that engine at all. I'm like, look, go get Unreal, go, go paint the whole background black and have something jump out at you. Like, the, <laughs> yeah, it, to me, it seems like that's, that would be a better, but I guess it's, sure. I guess a lot harder to learn or more.
1: Well, I factors, also think but... about the other one too. Is the to the moon? I think it's the uh-huh. other big one that people think of from mm-hmm. the uh, from RPG Maker.
2: Yeah, yeah. To the moon. That one was more kind of again. Maybe that one should probably should have been more of just a visual novel. Yeah,
1: that's what I when I watch it. It's like it's a, it's a good story. It's good storytelling. Um, I kind of yeah. yeah. I, I think RPG Maker though has come a long way, and it's really cool to see what you're making with it in it's inspiring. How many Thank more you. years do you think you have left? <laughs> you finish?
2: Oh man, I don't, I don't want to jinx it. I, I I'd like to say, give me, give me the over yeah, under. How say... about
1: that? <laughs> they, we don't have to go in exact time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <more> time.
0: <laughs> don't say it more time. It takes more time. Video games are hard to build. That's what it is. Yeah, yes. it is.
2: And it like I said, if it's, it's a hobby project too. So it's one of those things where I have to fit it in when I can. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, if, my boss would just let me do full-time work no um (laughs) no it's uh yeah it's it's a lot of uh sneaking it in when you can i would like to say that i'm past the halfway point and i would like to say that uh, like i said the first nine months to maybe a year was me just learning I, i i was going into it really really casual and i was going into it um uh with knowing nothing so like I had to learn everything like it was, Hey, how do I open a chest? Hey, how do I modify that? Like what, how many frames is that? How long should it be in between each? Fr-? And now it's just sort of like, yeah, I need the chest copy oh, and paste. Yeah. yeah no problem. Go. I got this. And, uh, yeah, so it's the, the speed of developments is, is pretty good. And like I said, and even if the stuff that would normally cause me to kind of hit like a bottleneck, um, I've got the the great guys at sanctuary there to, to kind of lend the assist or at least or even just tell me hey look you can't you know, do it yeah. find a find a better solution <laughs>
1: three more yeah so, so, let, okay. let's say
2: three i don't know oh, I, I think i was at say, yeah i was saying i was saying 2022 and i was like wow oh, things go really really good but i honestly even 2022 i'm like ah if i want to make this the full the full thing i was like i'll be lucky to get it by then to be yeah. truthful but um
0: yeah, well, I mean, part of it's the scope as well, right? I mean, establishing the scope and then figuring out where that actual that actual endpoint is for the work is going to be something that's going to really extend or or bring back that time frame. That and you know, you are an artist, and you want to be as as polished as it can be, so. Yeah, I, I understand your dilemma. It's almost unfair for us to <laughs> tell you to put a deadline.
1: On I it. didn't say put a deadline. i was like, what do you think? That was all. Whole... What is your
0: announced announced Let's date right now? Our release date is. Yeah. yeah, we
1: need a release date so we can disappoint everyone on the internet. True. I'll, I'll just
2: rush it out early and then be like, sorry guys, it'll be fixed in the patch. And then um, yeah, just do yeah. cyberpunk. <laughs> I call it less romance Master 2077. Should be fine. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. There you go there we go perfect Marketing. if it's out by
2: 2077 i'll be pretty happy <laughs> uh, right on i mean that is the, i guess the, one of the major advantages of being a like a solo mm-hmm. indie dev is that you, you you don't have any deadlines really i right. mean yeah right. you, some people might be like look hurry it up um i mean i think i'm going to get it out before uh martin finishes oh, game okay. of thrones
0: so oh, yeah. i i was joking with somebody <laughs> i think martin's going to start a new series before he finishes game of thrones i think that's just the right
1: yeah Elden ring
0: oh it's so frustrating i
2: remember when he went on that little yeah he he, he went on that hiatus to do the um what was it the dance of dragons or the well the dunk and egg and i think he did the war of the dragons but it was one of those things where he's like look look guys i've been working on this for 30 <laughs> years and you know I, I just want i want a break i'm tired of
1: right.
2: a westeros and i was like fair enough man
1: you got take paid a, take your break yeah. and he's like
2: so i wrote this story about the the targaryens and i was like what <laughs> You are already doing that, man. Get back to work. <laughs> like,
0: why are you going off on a side project? And uh, I yeah, we was just super soaking pressure, it in man. for as long yeah. as he can. Right. He knows that this has so much momentum. It's going to be hard for anything else to top it. And I think he's, he might've
2: wrote himself into a, a too big of a scope. And now he's got a, the, I guess the issue of, um, how, well, Hey, look, I, I sent the, <laughs> the feelers out there with the TV show and some of it was not well received. And so how do I make sure that when my version comes out, it is well received. So yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting.
1: He just wants to make money and do his own thing. So, dude, he's smart,
0: man. If yeah. I was in that position, I'd be putting it out too. Hey, what other projects gonna do? HBO? Yeah, sure, I'll write something new. Why yeah. not? He uh,
1: he's old, man. How he's, he's yeah, good time. Um, speaking of old games, I beat a old game recently that was remastered. I beat Trials of Mana. Whoa! Very where cool. did you go? Yeah, that was fun. It's it's so much better than Secret of Mana. And I can say that objectively, because when you think about what they've done with the Super Nintendo, and obviously this is like a, a remake, a remaster that came out in two thousand nineteen. It's on PS4, it's on PC, it's on Switch, I'm playing on the Switch. And I am I am enjoyed it. I'm actually gone back and started a new save file to play so there's six playable characters. I talked about them before. Hmm. I picked the other three characters this time. And you can do a new game plus if you do this epilogue. Nice. And your stats or abilities can carry over, so you can equip certain abilities that makes your characters really overpower, and you get 300% increase in experience. Oh, wow. So I'm at a point where the the mobs are, like, level 15, 16, I'm level 40. <laughs> so one shot everywhere? Yeah. Which is, you know, for me, like, I have two kids. Like, today I had swim lessons. I had... Uh, my daughter locked me out of the house There's like a whole, I have a puppy There's mm-hmm. a lot going on in my house So when I play, I want to maximize my efficiency So I'm just burning mm-hmm. through this second playthrough I was like, I really want to start Bravely Fall 2 But it keeps pulling me back in um, I, I I think this game is definitely a try it I was talking about this in my head Like, what would I rate this? I'm, I'm going to give it 3.5 hearts on our system So gold, we do a system of uh, Buy it, try it, or skip it right and then we give like a heart rating too which is like our stars and this game is great because of its price point uh it's like 20 bucks and i'm i've put in 50 60 hours already that's and smart. so i nice. think that's the returns there and the other thing is because of the voice acting my 6-year-old son was watching me play and because of the game with the quality of life improvements it's made, so, like, on the Super Nintendo Secret Mana, if you, there was this one quest where I had to watch a 30-minute YouTube video because you have to go talk to this one lady that's in this random town after the certain event happens for the story to progress, right? right. This is just, like, old 1994 jank, right, on SDS. If you didn't have a player's guide or back then, like, I could see people quitting the game mm-hmm. on that. This is, there's always a yellow star saying, go here right Mm -hmm. so the game's telling you like how you can progress you can go and look for other things uh the quality of battles improvements and i love job classes so it has a good job class system of light and dark and the one thing that sucks i was talking about in discord with uh one of our members of our discord you kind of are you you have to succumb to the whim of whatever drops you get so i went dark path on this current run i'm doing with the warrior character and I got these seeds, and it gave me his white jobs his like his higher level white progression jobs hmm. so I can't I can't turn into that so the, uh,
2: it random drops on them, I'm assuming right
1: it's no so you get these things called like they question mark seeds, right okay and you go put a question mark seed at it in, an and then the question mark seed will randomly spawn a job class item for class three for your whatever your characters are right. Hmm. So I for the I have the the mage, the female mage character, and I was able to go with the sorceress path with her, which I wanted. So she's already class three. But my other two characters, I can't, I haven't, I didn't get one. I didn't get the the random dropped in make one for the third character, and it made me only the light path for the warrior. And I kind of wanted to go dark because the dark one can just do crazy DPS. Hmm. And I have a healer and I have a dark mage. I kind of just want to blast through the game. We well, right? shouldn't.
2: Sure. Once you get to the next new game plus it should be even faster.
1: Yes. I'm gonna let my son do that one. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna let my son do that one and let him pick. It's funny to see the dialogue changes. There's just to think of what this was in and again, this game never came to the States till like the last year when they released the uh, Legends of Mana not Legends of Mana, what was the the package of Secret of Mana games? Um, oh Collection of Mana. Uh, when <laughs> Collection of Mana came out, they that was like, Hey, we're finally releasing Second Death Suit three we're calling it trials of mana and then mm. and now we have a remaster coming out in a couple months and it's not work do not buy a collection of mana i know there's nostalgia and there's people that probably love it but if you're <laughs> care about your time and you want to maximize your time with the game just get the new updated
0: get new the new, new. new well i'm For glad sure. you enjoyed it and did you see anywhere from it being an old title or anything of that nature
1: no because it's all remastered and the quality of life improvements are great and, and they're all there they're all there, yeah, and for twenty bucks.
0: Except for that one YouTube video where you had to go to like sixteen different points.
1: <laughs> that was the that was the SNES one. That was Secret of Mana. This one I've had to do no YouTube videos. Oh,
2: got it. And, the, okay. and this one you just followed the yellow the yellow star. Yellow
1: star. Yeah. And they remade Secret of Mana, and they did a remaster of that, and it's not very good because again, the Secret of Mana it has a lot of nostalgia for what it looked like. It's it was really graphically a stunner mm-hmm. back in the day, but it's a really poor story. yeah um, it's just kind of like it, it, it when you see what Final Fantasy IV, Final Fantasy VI, any of the Fire Emblem games did on the SNES. Like, there's better storytelling in those games.
2: Even the PS1, you had Suikenden, uh Suikenden II. Two, is yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, those were great. Um, or just Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy Tactics. A lot of the the PS1 has so many great JRPGs on it.
2: To me, that's kind of the the golden age of JRPGs. It was kind of the end of the yeah. Super Nintendo and the beginning of the PS1
1: ds
2: yes, one for sure. And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I actually am. I, st- I I finally got into Sweakeden two because I'd never. I, I played In three, but uh, yeah.
1: That was on DS, right? Um,
2: I don't know. It was on play, well. It was on PlayStation One. I don't know if it okay. made its way to there, but uh, yeah, it, I, I never got a chance to go through it. Because but everyone was like, no, no, In two. It's oh, it's so good. You have to try it and. Uh, And actually, before that, I used to call it Suikoden. So I was like, "What Suikoden?" I was like, (laughs) (laughs) "A lot
1: of people are um, using that, are are playing that for JRPG July right now." Oh, Suikoden too? Yeah, it's it's good. It's really
2: good. I and some of the features that they did back then. I guess first they like it was around the same time that uh, Final Fantasy VII was coming out, and I like how they basically said, "Look." 3D is kind of nice and gimmicky, but it looks like garbage right now. Let's not do that. Let's, <laughs> let's just take advantage of this all this extra space we have and go all out with sprite work. Let's not have any like next to no load times then. It'll be almost instantaneous yeah. battles. And so upon replaying it, it's yeah, it's, it's really good. Like, it, like it, it holds up so well because of that. Like, and again, uh, a huge amount of focus on story and characters. I mean, with that being said, there's been multiple times where I've been like, where do I go? <laughs> I'm like right. he, like, like oh did you go through the alley and i was like no give me
1: that
0: golden star i need the golden star
2: yeah me, i yeah. need the golden there's star. been a few times but even the um
1: oh i just found the this episode title gold star <laughs> gold right star. here g-u-l-d star there we do. did it oh ah,
2: that's right i'll throw i'll throw it in <laughs> all my shirts in the all, all my shirts in the game Ooh. Gold will start
1: giving give a underpowered reference gold stars everywhere <laughs> that's awesome uh <laughs> I, does Like a Dragon have gold stars? Are, are you still in love with Like a Dragon, Shelby? Oh, I
0: am absolutely in love with it. Yeah, it has some golden stars. It has the go this way dummy button, which is pretty cool. I like that quite a bit. Um, th- I'm falling in love with this game. I really did not realize how much JRPG love that I have. And um, yeah, I'm liking it. It's uh, it's pretty good. I'm about 20 or so hours in. Um, I've maxed out my bond level with one of my characters. Is that, that So when you play with, yes, relationship meter. Okay. So as you play with a character, like you relationship gain meter? XP to a bar yeah. that is your bond or relationship, and then like they cap each one of those different level up processes with um, a dialogue tree where you basically go to like your home bar and have a drink with them and learn a little bit more about the characters. So uh, I'm really liking it.
1: Do you get perks in game from that? Like like the they fight better together now. Or... Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then you also get, they get more XP when they're on the you bench. Drink. So when you oh. don't have them as active party members, they now get more XP. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So you can kind of keep so, all the level. That... So I have some questions as a novice JRPG. Okay. Okay. Um, Bracing myself. This, this, this class system, right? Okay. This the jobs more mm-hmm. specifically. You got to be careful, right? So the jobs you select your job, right? Mm-hmm. And you can only use certain levels with each, or I'm sorry, certain pieces of equipment with each job,
1: right? Is that right? right?
0: So yeah. if you pick up like. A baller, tennis racket. You have to be the tennis job, right?
1: Sure. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If that's a class, or like if you think of not, uh, but (laughs) fractured but whole, or stick of truth. If you're a rogue, you use knives, right? Or South Park, South Park would use like. A lot of different objects as weapons, but
0: well worded. Okay, so now if <laughs> I level up a job class to a certain rank and I get all these skills, and then I switch jobs, do I still get the skills that I learned in the last job? It depends, depends on, on the game. The game. Oh, okay, all right. um,
1: so <laughs> no, yeah, because if Final Fantasy V was one of the first to do that, where you yep. could, I was going to reference that, uh, you could mix job classes, and certain job classes play off really well. Like you would do knight. And then you would go to Mystic, and because Knight can learn to hold a sword two hand to do more damage, and Mystics can put elements on their weapon, you could do a grip of damage with like making a fire sword or an ice sword. Yeah, five was Goal, like five
2: was I think the first the first uh, RPG to do a job system well. Um, yes. they'd they had other stuff before that. I think three did a job system as well, but um, but yeah, five did a really good job. And one of the best things that five did was as you were learning the job it would say cool you've learned this job you know you've unlocked you know this skill or this that and you would unlock kind of passive traits or stat bonuses but then at a certain point once you unlocked them if you switched over to the new job those stat bonuses would stay so, if you're like, look, I, I specced into being a, like he was saying, like I, I specced into being a rogue, so I've got, you know, higher agility, and then you, you know, or a, a dodge bonus or whatever, and then you spec over back into a knight, that dodge bonus would stay with it. Or even, um, I think the big one for that was the ranger. The ranger had, I think, a like multi strike where you would attack four times. And if you yeah. learn that, and you're like, cool, I've learned how to attack four times, and then you switch jobs over to, barbarian well now you're sitting there clubbing a guy four times and uh, and then i think the or yeah yeah and then the, the uh the, the end goal way. was that you would basically go and get um your freelancer job which is basically no job but by the time you had unlocked everything all of those passive traits combined with the freelancer who could equip any sort of gear in the game mate, that was like the the final build where you kind of put all of your jobs into all right you know i've learned bits of a b c and d and it was a really good job system because of that um but you got to be really careful with job systems because um, it's it's a great customizable tool for the player. But from a developer point of view, mm-hmm. um, you have no way of forcing or monitoring what the player chooses. So from a balancing point of view, you have to be very careful. Um so yeah, it, it, yeah it's like watching the type of one but.
1: right because you want players to be able to beat the game with any type of strategy right like mm-hmm. okay i want to use this but certain job classes prevail in certain battles right because you're mm-hmm. trying to do like oh i need to be able to take a lot of hits so if i give everybody abilities that can shield them and they can double their hp or they could do this or that i can take the hits and i can i can use poisons and i can wear down the enemy right that's a strategy right um there's it's and also, it's easy to fall in love with a job class. Like, oh, this is my character that's going to be my tank. This is my mm. mage. This is my healer, right?
2: And you're like, you're like I don't want to respect
0: him yeah. as a white mage. Right. I like him.
2: He's my tank.
0: <laughs>
1: right. yeah, it's, but uh... I need him to learn the one white mage move. Oh, right. Yeah.
0: And that's kind of where I am, because I'm like, I put them all in jobs. And I'm like, okay, I'm kind of liking this. But I'm like, maybe I should try something out. But I don't want to lose my skill sets, right? Because I'm taking on tougher enemies so i'll have to just play around and tinker with it a little bit um it's it's zany the uh, yakuza yeah. like a dragon is super out there um i just got a a uh crawfish which is a summon which nice. is kind of cool you know so is it like
1: just... a giant singular crawfish or does it rain crawfish
0: it rains crawfish is it a
1: crawfish <laughs> or is it a shrimp
0: I think it's a lobster, actually.
1: Uh, did they say? Uh, <laughs> it's just
0: mislabeled. Well, no, I know. I don't know. What's I don't know. There's a crawfish and a uh, lobster. It's one of those two. Well, they're
1: both arthropods. But
0: whoa, science teacher coming <laughs> through! Look out! <laughs> uh,
1: they're they're some, they're they're both water bugs. They're both delicious. Yeah. They're delicious with yeah. butter.
0: So the other thing about JRPGs, you get into dungeons in Yakuza, where or like a dragon where you can't save for certain stretches of the game is that pretty common
1: yeah yes that was the thing growing up playing jrpgs you'd have to tell your mom mom i can't turn the game off i need to get to a save can i get to a save or can i just leave turn the tv off and leave the game on and come back to it later
2: i mean i even for my own game I, i implement something similar in dungeons and it's not necessarily that i mean obviously from a technological point of view or from a coding point of view yeah i can i can put save on anywhere really but um it kind of adds to that excitement of hey this is a more dangerous area it's going to be kind of resource depleting um it's kind of the you know there's no turning back
0: sort of thing kind of that it, it helps build the uh i guess the environment suspense. that way yeah. well and i'd say yeah. it gives a lot more weight to the situation right because at first i'm like i can't save here what the heck is this but then i found myself staying up until like 12 one night when i was on vacation <laughs> playing on my cell phone remotely on xcloud Hmm. trying to get through a dungeon and eventually i was like okay i got to a save point halfway through this dungeon i have to be done for the night but uh, i really enjoyed that session but it was a late night
1: it makes you invest your full attention too Mm because you don't want to wipe you don't want to die and have to redo everything because you'll make good progress like oh again five levels and then the party wipes, and you have to do it all over again. That's like, these are some old JRPG feelings, you know. Um, I hear you. I hear you loud and clear. Yeah, that. but but I'm enjoying I, it.
0: There's more to come, the story slowed down a little bit. It feels a little bit more JRPG-like in that I kind of more, am in more battles, and there's a little bit more of a grind to it, but I'm still enjoying it. So I'm, I'm going to keep playing it. We'll see. Uh, I imagine I probably have 30 hours left of it based on what i'm what i've mm. seen so i'll keep on keeping on
1: you know what i would really like to enjoy
0: what would you like to enjoy
1: uh, 1.3 million dollars <laughs> for a copy of super mario Bros. 64 <laughs> which That's takes weird. us
0: to the speculation news network our three stories <laughs>
1: um bro, it's 1.5 million at auction now geez man which was crazy so prior earlier this week a mint copy of NES Legend of Zelda went for 900000 And we talked earlier this year. We were saying, what what's going to hit a million first? I would never bet Mario 64.
2: Because it was so common?
1: That and it's like, I know people love it. And it's really important because it's what made Mario have the 3D world. Mm-hmm. I, I just think of it now, if you go back to its it age very poorly. But, no. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> the, just the controls with the Mario All-Stars. Like, it's not, it, it's clunky.
2: I mean, it's maybe it's, not perfect, but it's not perfect. It holds up, I think. I don't know. To me, to me, I think six, the the controls on well, I, pretty much any Mario game, to be truthful, the controls are usually spot on. Yeah,
1: I think for <laughs> yeah. an N sixty four game, it's good. I think N 64s biggest issue was figuring out camera controls. With that, the same yeah, okay, fair
2: enough. That all that I'll definitely agree with. The cameras yeah. were, I mean, yeah. difficult.
1: Yeah.
0: I think that the N sixty four controller was very of its time too, right? Correct. They tried something, mm-hmm. it was interesting, and the games played pretty well on those controllers, but it feels like the ports, trying to go back to that 64 controller scheme is not as easy as you would like. Yeah, so, just I,
1: get update, update. I want a remaster. I never had that March problem. 64.
2: I'm still using the 64 controller. So Smart.
0: <laughs> your, your joysticks aren't loose yet?
2: Oh. Uh, no, 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 they're good, man. I, oh. And the, the, even after the Mario party where you're whipping them around in a circle at a thousand <laughs> times a minute.
1: <laughs> See, that's where um, joy. You know, joysticks, when Nintendo made joysticks that actually mattered as we go into our other news story. So, yeah, if you didn't hear, I guess really quick, uh, Super Mario 64 sold for $1.5 million on auction, proving that video games are legit in Savior zones. Games, people. Mm-hmm. But if 64 those. controllers hold up, Joy-Cons do not.
0: Bum, bum, bum. Casey's got it out for the Joy-Cons.
1: <sighs> I'm so pissed. Casey is uh, grinding
0: his axe all the time. Have you Get had, ready. like, I'm guessing personal
2: experiences with this? Oh, that the are- Drift. Yeah. I got
1: in the Drift. I got a new pair, and one of the buttons doesn't press down. They, it, it, it comes off of the Switch. Oh, and no. granted, like, I have Switch a little off. kid. I have taken it to my classroom for students to play, so I got a lot of work there. But, you know, Switch, Nintendo announced a new version of the Switch with an OLED, right? Like, and everyone, the internet has gone pretty funny on that we're being bamboozled this is theft they're stealing from us and i go you don't have to buy it <laughs> <laughs> and nintendo is yes, making I this for yeah yes i do i have to have everything <laughs> nintendo has no you don't. it could be
2: 1.5 million dollar investment <laughs>
1: yes true true i have the original <laughs> switch in, in 30 years people will be interested the thing about the old screen nintendo has not said anything about new joy cons Right, like the, if they're mm-hmm. fixing the Joy-Con problem, that's the elephant in the room. That's the thing <laughs> they need to fix. I, I would buy a new Switch if they said, "Hey, these are our new controllers and they work really well."
0: Well, it feels like everyone is pretty upset that this isn't getting a processor upgrade. Right, the old screen came out. There's no processor upgrade on the Nintendo Switch. I mean, it's probably about time that they we that they upgrade kinda. the
1: processing power of that N- thing. Nintendo just wants to get more people on the platform. And then people are like, "Oh, the Switch is great. Let's get them in this new ecosystem we're doing." And then they'll make some more, maybe updated process one, right? Like again, I think we're seeing the end of systems and moving more to apps. Mm -hmm. We've been talking about that for a while, Hmm. or right, or just through a PC. Or you have a rig, right? Yeah. If if Game Pass can be on just a TV, it's just a matter of time. Um, Like
0: I mentioned, I was playing Yakuza from an Xbox on my cell phone in like the river where there is no we were like backwoods like not very good internet oh, and to go back for a second i was in the middle of that dungeon and then my wi-fi just like my my internet connection just stopped and i was sitting there in the dungeon it's like loading loading and i'm like oh no <laughs> 10 minutes later it came back and i was like good. yes you waited
1: I of course it. i waited I like uh. the
2: idea that there's probably wildlife looking over your shoulder and
0: like, ah,
1: bro. bro the bears are like, dude. dude. Oh, bad time
0: to heal. Bad time to heal, man.
1: <laughs> you, it, What if it loaded in your party and wiped? That would have probably, then you would actually, that would be the perfect, that's a I, real JRPG experience. Mm-hmm.
0: Dude, I, I was afraid because, you know, you're tapping into a remote server, right? So how long did I leave the server up without it pinging back and forth, you know? So I'm thinking, okay, it's already wiped. But hey, I got it back. Anyway, there's an aside for you. The true JRPG experience would be if you made your way three
2: quarters through a dungeon, saw, oh, hey... There's no any reason to, to save yet. I'm just going to grab this treasure chest first. And that treasure chest was a mimic. And yes. then your whole potty wiped. And then
1: yeah,
0: the mimic. <laughs> that's the, mimic that's the real GRPG experience. The, so the mimic is the bad guy in the chest in this game. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It is the chest. You should get the treasure chest. chest but yeah. You so in this face. one, they put like an enemy inside of a chest, and it's just some guy like crouched in there, and he jumps out, right. and he's like, ah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's a Dragon Quest thing. Dragon Quest will either make it the chest or it'll be some uh, or no final fantasy six has one where you open a chest and it's like a yeah, taun-berry, taun-berry. which is a really hard uh, but <laughs> basically
2: it slowly it. advances on you and uh the more it's got a amount like a an ocean so of health
1: right <laughs> move like this on the screen and if he touches your party oh, you wipe. yeah yeah but actually that, that to be fair that yeah, was, was
2: a pretty good horror it. implementation come to think of it mm-hmm. that. It creates
1: yeah. stress. Yeah. It's, that creates like, it's stress getting closer. <laughs> we
2: can't stop it. And then, yeah.
0: Oh uh, well, Casey. I'm sorry that your uh, Joy-Con fix is not coming anytime soon. Uh, yeah. The the new Nintendo Switch has an OLED screen though, and no new Joy Cons.
1: I mean, cool. Well, and actually, I think we'll let's move to our final as we talk about it. Our final segment, yay or nay? I still think a Switch Pro will be announced later this year. Now, yay or nay? I'm giving you these hot takes. And I want to know if you guys agree or disagree. I think that later, either this year or in the spring of next year, we're going to get a Switch Pro. There will be a process update. Nay. Yay, nay, on that nay.
2: I'm, I'm so out of it. I, with As far as consoles go, I'm assuming this is just a processor upgrade. And has has there been a I guess, resistance to having this in the past? Or?
0: So there's like two different ways they could go, right? They could do like a half step, kind of like, Uh, Sony and Microsoft did with the last generation's Pro models, or they could go with a full-on new announced Switch, which would be the Switch 2. I'm guessing you're counting both of those. No, we
1: already said the Super Switch would be the No, it's Nintendo. It's going to be like the new DS. It'll be
0: Switch Switch with two (laughs) eyes.
1: Oh, Switch.
0: Switch. The Switch. The Switch. There you go. Yeah,
2: because yeah. that's what they did with the Wii. The Wii's just two eyes. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's...
1: And then the third one would be the Switch Euch, Or you put a U in there, like Wii U. I don't know. No, no let's put the U in okay. no, U.
0: It's going to be the Switch 3DS Pro Super Edition. Super. Ultra. Ultra. There we go. Oh. <laughs> Versus Capcom. Yes. Hey, yes Capcom was getting in there.
1: <laughs> So I I think I don't yeah I feel like fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me. You think it's coming? Oh no! I think I I don't my my motto now with Nintendo is I hope for the best and I expect very little. So my expect you see if you set your expectations really low, you're never disappointed.
2: Were you uh, I guess I guess happy with the uh, the E3 announcements at all? Or? I
1: like the games. I think the E3 game announcements are great. I think, yeah. uh, my, uh, Metroid Dread will be really great. And I like to see that there's progress on breath of the wild too. Um, mm. and, and I, I like Nintendo makes fine games and people, I mean, with Microsoft putting things on phones though, it's just a matter of time. Like Nintendo, it's not, you don't want to get in the system game. You want to get in the game making race. Like you want to make good games right i don't really care if i can play good games that's all that really matters i don't care on the platform as long as it's easily accessible and i can play the games i like right and i More think the
2: quality of the game i guess at the end of the day yeah yeah,
1: yeah. like i if i could play uh, i mean you can play final fantasy 6 on your phone yeah right you can download yeah. it as an iphone but at app.
2: what cost
1: 99 cents or like four bucks
2: <laughs> no, i mean the the, the... The the change they did to all the uh the graphics and stuff. Oh. I'm like, man, you, you couldn't you couldn't pay me enough to play that did one. Did you but, see that uh...
1: though do you know they remastered that?
2: Yeah, it's it better to... than the iOS. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it at that. It's better than the iOS. I'll give it that. Yeah. But uh yeah. Yeah,
0: and I mean even when I'm playing Yakuza on my phone, that is not the way to play that, <laughs> that I mean, it is not. Like I would not prefer it. So
1: you're saying you need to play it on a tablet. Got it. I okay. know, that is not oh, what I'm oh, saying. Okay. Yes.
0: An, you need uh, a drift an <laughs> iPad, <laughs> one. <Yes. laughs> iPad one. Yes. iPad one.
1: I no, I I touch. An iTouch.
0: I touch, <laughs> yes, of course. I don't I mean, I think Nintendo Nintendo is not going to announce a new console until they're sure they have a pipeline and they can get their hands on the hardware they need. This was the time to announce new hardware. Like the way that those stories were bubbling up, the different news outlets, you know, Bloomberg ran a story. We covered on this podcast, like the pump was primed for them to make a large announcement regarding some sort of half step or full step to the next switch because and they
1: did like a quarter step i wouldn't even give it a quarter
0: yeah like an an oled screen and an ethernet port that's what's in this new like it's not even worth the announcement just say hey this comes stock like this isn't like it's not even worth the announcement at this point for sure but you know you really wonder what's gonna come out of the inner workings of Nintendo post-mortem, you know, years from now, right? Are they having trouble sourcing these chips? You know, we've talked about the microchip shortage that's going on. It could obviously be affecting them in a big way. We just don't know. Like, obviously they had the news cycle and marketing cycle going for uh, around the time of E3 and there's a reason they pulled off of it. There's no way these big sure. outlets did not vet those stories or those sources before publishing stuff, in my opinion. Sure. So I think there was a storm brewing, and they just had to pull the plug at the last minute, and they're like,
1: oh, here you go. Here's an OLED screen. Yeah, I don't think they want to put something out. You know, the Wii U, Virtual Boy, those were not fully baked, right? They needed more time in the mm-hmm. oven, and I think that's what they're scared of too.
2: Weird. It's weird that you mentioned Virtual Boy. I was thinking the same thing yeah, the whole time, actually.
1: Right? Sure. Now... Speaking of JRPGs, we're talking about difficulty and difficulty spikes, uh, psychonauts, which is a game people really love.
0: Oh, this guy. Yeah, I know
1: this guy loves psychonauts. And that's why I, <laughs> so psychonauts two announced that to make the game more accessible to people, they're going to add an invincible button or mode. So for people that maybe have disabilities or have a struggle or I don't know, someone was joking on the internet like, Oh, they're calling it reviewer mode. where <laughs> So they can go and beat the game. Hmm. Um, and there's a lot of, I was surprised, blowback, and we we'll talk about that later, but I, I think, um, do you think we'll see with people now voicing concern, are we going to see more accessibility in games moving forward? It's been happening for a while. Yeah, it has. So, yeah. so okay, let me ask you this. I think... Will we see accessibility in a Demon Souls type game or, Born, or Sekiro type game?
0: no i i don't think you will i think that the different game styles so that's really, a that's a nay that'd be a nay i mean for dark souls souls type games specifically you know Souls. i think it really demon souls hmm. dark souls whatever yes um but i mean basically when you're taking in consideration the type of game that it is that's where the conversation of difficulty comes in Right, when you're talking about a game like Psychonauts, which is essentially a 3D platformer, at least it was at its first iteration. Who knows what it'll be when number two comes out? You know, maybe you can put on the God Mode, and that player can still enjoy or be challenged by the different platforming elements. You know, if you take an RPG and you put it on the easiest God Mode setting, now that basically allows that player to go in and just mash A through the entire story. And that's not really the way those games are played, mm-hmm. right? They are tactics um, games, you know. Cast this, do that, of, right?
2: Yes and no. The problem is, part a huge part of, uh, let's say, RPGs is the story, mm-hmm. and so you could say, well, the counterpoint to that would be, well, look, this person doesn't care for for battle. Like, it's, no, yeah, I'm actually point. kind of blown away by how many RPG quote unquote RPG players are like, well, I don't like battles. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. weird. And I'm like, well, that's that's what you signed up for. And they're like, <laughs> well, no, no, so I just weird. yeah. They're like, no, no, I'm here for like, I like stories and I like characters and I like building relationship meters and
1: I'm like, well, you can go play you visual go, novels. Yeah, it's said, no, no, no Dream I like Daddy. RPGs. It's really great. Go play it. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, but uh, you know, strange enough that like, there's a huge, huge market out there that are, you know, and and then, then there's people that are the other way around. They're like, I don't care at all about the story and characters. Just let me do battles and like, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of. I mean, it's cool. It's cool that there's so many people that are into different things and they uh, they want to experiment. So uh, even for an RPG, I mean. Uh, I, I didn't have the time and money to buy a console. And I had heard that the last of us, the first one, um, the gameplay wasn't great, um, but that the story was fantastic. So honestly, I just sat down and I, I just watched all the cutscenes.
1: Right. So, I think that's I, the thing I, too, I right? I just it, do that.
2: It dealt, it dealt up amazingly as far as I'm concerned, but
1: I, I think if people want to enjoy the story for those games, maybe you say, Hey, here's pay a dollar cool. and you can watch all the cut scenes. Watch, yeah, an just an watch, watch the movie. Or just watch
2: it. Or watch an LP, like watch a a, a Let's Player or a stream of it.
1: I mean, that's how I I get accessibility is important, right? For everybody. There's people Mm -hmm. that, like if you have a vision issue and you, or if you have dyslexia, I was playing that Overland game uh, that Finji made. And Overland has a special font on it for people with dyslexia that helps them read. Mm -hmm. And I think that kind of accessibility is great. I don't get the gatekeeping that I see. It's like, well oh, you it ruins the game because I say I can say I beat it it if you make the game have a hard mode or an extremely hard mode and you beat that, it doesn't lessen your experience and it doesn't lessen the person that has an easy mode
0: to your initial example, though, who's playing Dark Souls for the story? I don't know yeah some good point I'm yeah I don't know. <laughs> they're out they're out there. I don't know where they are. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're probably right. this, the people that are like, "Hey,
2: that looks cool. Can I try?" Right. And then they're like, "Well, I can't." And but strange enough, I guess uh, the mentality I think for games in general has changed because, I, again, maybe maybe because I'm old, but uh, the mentality originally was, "Hey, I just got my butt kicked. Mm-hmm. Let me let me dust myself right. off and get in there and try it again, right. and and let me let me keep going." to the point where I get ridiculously frustrated and I find a way to, to make this work. And to me that even though it may, like my, my parents used to be like, why are so mad down there? You're so angry. I was like, I'm going to beat this stupid M bison. He's yeah. ridiculous. And, uh but to me, that you was, you have
1: to do it a hundred times. Right, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Right.
2: And like, and you're, like with pinpoint precision and, uh but at the end of it, I'll tell you that, I mean, you invite your buddy over to go okay. play it's some street fighter perfect,
1: and you teach him a thing or two, that's for in, sure. It. And uh it's the right balance of, okay, I'm going to keep doing this so I can learn this pattern and recognize this pattern. Um, and I'm sure easier modes would make it fine, but you're not going to Cuphead for the story. You're going to be because you want yeah. that. Oh, for was, sure. I was, and I, and so I think close. that that
0: is some of the appeal Jump. to some of those games out there. So when you bring up Demon Souls, <laughs> like, I think that's part of the appeal. is like Sekiro needs to be hard because you're going to bang your head against it until you get that yeah. sweet, sweet dopamine hit when you beat that boss for the 10th run. Right. I think that accessibility Mm -hmm. is something that the gaming industry needs to focus on and has been focusing on. Right. So, I mean, if people are visually impaired or dyslexic, you know, having those paths to allow those individuals to enjoy their time with the game is great. Um, and I don't think that should go anywhere at the end of the day, play the game you want to play. And if they have abilities to make it God right. mode, don't feel ashamed when you turn on God mode, right? Enjoy yourself. But I'll also say right. like, I've played yeah. games where I, okay, I want, I want to get through the story. So I put it on easy. And then the combat is so easy that I get bo- I get more bored with the combat because now there's no challenge in the combat. Right. So I think it's a delicate dance sure. based on genre and player preference. Would you ever use God Mode in Doom? Yeah. Uh, did they have one in Doom? Because I definitely would have used it. Because <laughs> in, in the original, like Doom, like Doom and Doom 2, oh, like,
2: uh, way, way back in the day. But uh, I'll, I'll I,
0: admit, like I played Doom Eternal this year, and it was so hard at some point that I was like, nope, this thing is going on easy. I'm playing this on baby mode. And I got through the last couple of stages with it now i gave it a good try in terms of leading (laughs) up to that like yeah and i was just like nope not having fun about ready to hate quit this game forever easy mode on like so i like to give it a good shot and then if it doesn't work out i'll take the i'll take the easy way so
2: if it hadn't had an easy mode would that have been a hey look do not recommend don't try it or would you do you think you would have dug in deep and tried harder
0: I think I would have recommended it with the caveat that I didn't finish that game. Like, it gets super hard in the end. If you're a first-person shooter, if you like first-person shooters, arena shooters, it's Mm -hmm. one of the best made, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, I probably would have still recommended it, but I wouldn't have finished it.
1: I think for Mm -hmm. finishing it, I think we're finished for the evening, gentlemen. That's it.
0: We're finishing it. We finished it. (laughs) crawfish it. for all and crawfish. <laughs> uh well gold where can uh, our listeners find more of you um well i'm pretty pretty regular with the updates on twitter
2: um my handle is uh gold that's g-u-l-d underscore t-l-c i never knew that my game would abbreviate to those initials when i created it but uh <laughs> I still would prefer to have no scrubs, so it adds up, not bad. <laughs> and then, um, uh, or they can, uh, like I said, they are can you
1: chasing de- waterfalls too? Uh, I mean, everybody
2: I think is really, say, question it <laughs> deep down inside. Right. And uh, yeah, and you, you can find the game on uh, itch.io. Uh, the game is the Last Chronomancer, um, and yeah, it'll probably be a few years before uh, the full version's done. But um, yeah, if, you, if you're into to JRPGs and uh, want to see what I've been. Uh, tinkering away at uh, yeah uh, please give it a download it's free to try i mean if you want to donate as well i do not turn that down but uh it, it is free to play so uh, <laughs> please. and please then what
1: about your friends again at game sanctuary uh
2: sanctuary games yeah they're sanctuary. uh they're on uh twitter as well um unfortunately i think they're at sanctuary games three i don't know who the other two okay. those other two are but um yeah or even just send me a message i'll be glad to again they they all have free demos out there and
1: uh well i ain't too proud to beg for a free demo i don't know if you guys know i am rattling off tlc songs since they did the scrub reference just, nice. just so you know because have you ever seen um the movie uh with will ferrell and uh, mark Holberg?
0: good guys the good guys and the and michael yeah.
1: keaton's their boss and he keeps making tlc references? song references he's like <laughs> i don't know who that band is that's like the whole <laughs> thing there. um it's it's a funny gag um also my other side lobsters usually live in salt water that's why i just remember crayfish live in like rivers mm,
0: good to know, I, I did good to know. know. that's good to know. Yeah. that'll come in handy when they ask that on jeopardy next week in, in the game. It's probably coming yeah, up. Next. For sure. For sure. <laughs> here comes the knowledge test. Well, Gold, thanks for being with us tonight here tonight. We yeah. uh, we appreciate the time and it's been good to just catch up with you. Yeah thanks yeah. thanks very much
2: guys. I appreciate uh coming on and uh talking games. It's always yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's nice uh it's nice to talk about them for sure.
0: Yeah and we got you out of the developer cave for a little bit so thanks for taking this <laughs> yeah, yeah I appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, and if you want more of us, feel free to follow us on our social channels in the attached description. Um, you can check us out on Twitch at Underpowered TV. We're also chatting in Discord. Feel free to drop us a line there. And if you would please leave us a review, it would really be appreciated. Five stars, if you would be so kind. That is a wrap for this week. We are out. Pleasing.